Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1168. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Very glad to be back with you for our weekly advice episode, which is always my favorite. And ironically, uh, today's listener question that we'll be looking at has not just a lot to do with giving advice, it has everything to do with giving advice. Our asker has been told repeatedly that she gives too much unsolicited advice and is now looking for a better approach. So let's see what we can do for her as we optimize your life. Lately, I've been told that I keep giving unsolicited advice. I'm on my own self-growth journey. I've been doing lots of research on self-betterment by reading and listening to podcasts. I don't mean to give unwanted advice. But when others tell me about their problems, I think, oh, I just listened to a podcast that addresses that. Here's how it goes, dot, dot, dot. I understand that some people don't want to hear a solution. Sometimes they just want to be heard. But I found that if I don't give advice, I don't really know how to respond to the other person. What are ways to help me stop giving unwanted advice? Okay, good question asker, and thanks a lot for submitting it. Uh, I actually think just the act of sending this question in is something you can investigate a little further to help you get some clarity on all this. That probably sounds confusing right now, uh, but I will explain it more later. Uh, So at first glance, we... All right, so we consider advice giving to be a means of helping people, right? The instinct is usually to want to aid someone in solving a problem because it's very natural to think that that's the best thing to do with the problem, you know, is to solve it. And this gets especially appetizing for someone like yourself, right? Someone who's on a self-growth journey and is theoretically coming to some new helpful conclusions of their own at a regular clip. And if you've been reading and listening to podcasts, as you say, about this kind of stuff, then yeah, they're, they're probably more instructional. They're probably full of what feels like helpful advice and tools. And it's very easy to get into that rhythm of seeking answers to problems. But the reason that the self-help industry leaves so many people not just wanting but needing more is because it's more of a manual than a proper dialogue, okay? It's a lecture. It's not a conversation. And because of this, what it lacks is an emphasis on understanding and bonding, which is what people really thrive on. So... When you're having conversations with people and they're inviting you to connect with them by disclosing a personal problem, think about how much energy you're putting towards understanding them and going on the journey with them. 
trying to relate to where they're coming from and why they might feel and act the way they do given the circumstances. Note that this is different from focusing on trying to fix them. And again, it's not that wanting to solve their problems is a bad thing. It's just not as useful as it's hyped up to be. And that's difficult for us, right? Because we're all hardwired to want to solve problems. But when your primary objective is trying to just get someone and go through the mud with them, you can forget about labeling things as right or wrong, black or white. You can shift from advice giving to asking dynamic, uh, non-leading, non-accusatory questions that might help them reveal something new on their own. The best gift you can give is a better question than the one they're already asking themselves. Because now you're working on a team and helping them draw new conclusions and perspectives of their own. And when we can ultimately come to our own new answers, they're a lot more meaningful and they stick a lot longer than the answers someone just slaps on us uh, without us having to do any of the work. Now, uh, one thing I like to do, which I really believe in and uh, which I'd like to recommend, is asking someone what they're needing from me. It is okay to dig a layer deeper and be open about your own struggle to know how you can be of service. When someone is disclosing something they're struggling with, what's to stop you from asking them what they need from you, what they're asking for? What's wrong with saying, can I ask what you're looking for from me right now? Would you like my advice? Would you like me to just listen? Or is there something else I can offer you that you're in need of? Asking someone how you can best serve them, it is not unnatural, nor is it an awkward, abrupt shift in a conversation like this. What it is, is you reaching out and showing the other person that you want to help them and be there with them, and that you want to respect their process. It's making an effort to consider their feelings, and that does not go unnoticed. For you in particular, uh, you might let them know about this journey that you're on, which you've presented to me, thus sharing a struggle of your own and building that much more trust. You can let them know that you're trying to focus on not giving unsolicited advice, which helps both of you. As you're now both sharing a personal struggle, and you're helping one another by giving each other space to, uh, for them, get the help they're looking for, and for you, learn about what exactly people need and alternatives to advice giving. Now, uh, the final thing I'll say today uh, is that in addition to this idea of wanting to understand others in the light of your advice giving, you also want to interrogate yourself a little and get to the bottom of your own drives and motivations. So ask yourself, when you give advice, is it always, are you always doing it to be helpful or can it be more self-serving at times? Maybe sometimes the real satisfaction uh, comes from feeling smart or significant as opposed to something more altruistic. If this is the case, you gotta know, it's okay. There is a hard ongoing debate about whether or not we can ever do anything that's truly selfless. And, uh, you, you know, show me, show me someone who doesn't want some recognition for their efforts. But if you do find that you walk away from these interactions feeling like you checked a box, as opposed to really wondering about their well-being, it could stand to reroute your self-growth journey in a better direction. And maybe it sounds like a big question that's tough to answer, honestly. Uh, well, this is what I meant at the beginning. So a great way to look into this is to just think about what encouraged you to submit this question. 
Did you send that email because you want to do right by people that reach out to you? Or maybe because the criticism of frequently giving unsolicited advice was hurting your ego and felt like a hole in your self-growth journey? It may be one or the other. There might be shades of both. Again, whatever the answer is, it's okay. But getting clarity on this is a great next step for you to evolve in a way that's good for yourself and good for the people that trust you with their issues. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And thanks again to the asker for submitting this question. I really enjoyed it. And I'm hoping that this episode helps you to uncover a new part of yourself and uh, your ability to be a good helper. For everyone else, if you have a question you'd like to submit, you can do so by emailing me at advice at oldpodcast.com. Email me there. We can talk a little bit about your struggle over email if you'd like, and we can create an episode for you too, obviously. Totally up to you. Your identity is kept anonymous, and you will certainly hear back from me if you do reach out. But that's going to do it for this Saturday, everyone. Thanks, as always, for being here with me, and do have a marvelous rest of your day. I'll look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow on Sunday, where your optimal life awaits.